Sorry. I think it has to do with, it's almost like the conversation we had earlier. Like, it's crazy that that black people or white people assume that someone is, it's crazy that black, black people assume that white people are racist as soon as they see them. That's taking someone. Like, literally. I, that's to be like, because of the color of your skin, I think that you, you think believe, of me, you, you think, think of me this way. Right. Like, because that's insane. Black, I think you play sports. Uh, that's insane. Because, because you're white, I'm assuming you're with the KKK. Like, that's dumb. Watch out, that's, that's completely because dumb. Everybody white. think it's stuff out there. Everybody think it's stuff out there. I saw the movie. Because you're white, I know you can't play basketball. You can't jump. Why are you taking you can't jump. You can't jump. It's because it's wet. It's just dirty. Can't jump. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel you, bro. So, that's the idea that I had. That's, 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 that's the concept. Stereotypical and discriminatory. Cicadorous and belligerent. I think it's okay in certain circumstances to take someone at face value. In what circumstances? It depends on what they're showing you. I wonder, as black men. If, that's a good question. Is there ever a safe time to take some, something at face value? Let me, let me present a scenario. Oh, there's a truck coming at me 100 miles per hour. What? Should I move out the way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a situation. That's not a person. What, what, we gonna say? Right, what, we gonna what situation were you going to present? I don't know if this is more face value or more so this is like that kind of chilling, bro. Maybe more like yeah, a healthy. Yeah, you know, what, what if you're like chilling? What if you're like fearing for your life? Like you. See, I think wisdom in a certain sense is almost face value. What if you were to see like explain a black the person cop? to say that? Wait, say that again. Hold on. Actually. Explain. Explain what you were saying. Explain what you were saying. I think certain in certain senses like wisdom. I, I was I was into what you were saying, man. You said but, the concept of wisdom or like just you mean like. Wisdom being bestowed on you, like wisdom, like gaining wisdom and then applying it to a situation, in a sense, is taking something at face value. I think, in I this, think for, I, for example, oh, yeah. um, as black men, true. as black men, um, we know we have to be cautious around police officers, especially if we are ever to get pulled over. Yeah, we should assume that if we make a sudden move or we do, we be wild. We just have to be like super calm, otherwise we get shot. Okay, in certain senses. You, you should, you can and should take something at face value. Right. And be like, let me not die today. I've thought about this for a, for a while because of the, of the whole police situation. And I, I just like to be controversial. I think that's part of it. I think part of it is really me sitting down and thinking about it, right? So I've had to think about the police officers that I've met. Most of the police officers that I've met are white. And they are really cool people. They're just naturally cool people. So it's very difficult for me to think better than that Bunderfield is dope. Man, if nice I beard. He is dope. That's nice beard. Tell me for me to think that like, oh, there's a police officer. I'm scared. The other day, you know what made me so happy? The other day, I was going to the McDonald's. I came out, there was a group of teenagers in the McDonald's or whatever, and while I was ordering my food, they had left. And there's a police, there's usually right before McDonald's closed, usually always a police officer there. Yeah. Just in general, because it makes sure people like get out. So the they they were leaving and as I'm leaving they're like the group of people are talking to the police officer and of course the first thing that goes in my mind is like man did they did they do something I'm thinking did they do something dumb or you know is he or is he harassing them or whatever and then I'm sitting there and they're like laughing just having a good time they just had a normal conversation and I'm like yo I have to remember myself especially because this is how I see it that they are here to protect and serve. Because at the end of the day, if I get robbed, I'm not calling my homie. I'm calling 911. Right. <laughs> like, so, so it, I can't. Why would I fear something? It's like, 
I, it's yeah. difficult for me to fear something that I know is a necessity. But, you ain't yeah. gonna call but, it once. What, maybe, is, it like, being, is it being fearful or is it just being right. cautious? There is a difference. There's a lot of times where like you can approach situation like and and be cautious and it's smarter in that way because I feel like we can get too comfortable with the certain things that we shouldn't be. That's true. That's true. I think the difference between fear and cautiousness is that fear breeds hatred. When you fear for those people, you start to hate those people. Yeah, you find a way. When you are cautious of them, you approach in a specific way, but then you start to let the guard down. Mm-hmm. In a sense, you're still you still are aware. You, you are a, when you are cautious, you are aware. When you are fearful, it breeds hatred. And when you breed hatred, now you can't gain a, you can't gain a relationship with someone because of that hatred. I say something. I feel like. Would you want to say something, Mike? What's up? You've raised your hand. Fear is more like static, and and caution is more like dynamic. Because fear is like, you know, like regardless, like, like if you're scared of bears, you just scared of bears. Mm -hmm. Like if you're cautious of bears, it's like if I see a bear, I'm gonna be careful around it. I'm definitely cautious of bears. If that bear is like walking away from me, if that bear is asleep, I'm not gonna be as scared of this bear as I was like. Caution is like approaching the situation <coughs> and adjusting your approach to the situation. Yeah. Whereas fear is just you're making all your decisions based on something that you think you already know. Fear, fear includes anxiety because you're already overthinking the situation. You're already overthinking something that has not happened yet. There's definitely been times where like I've been approached by a cop or a cop's been in my proximity, and I'm like, yo, like I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. And that's not only like, I don't think it's not only like me doing it to myself, that's just like the image of of cops. Yeah. Now, it's that's why I love hearing police. It's interesting to me that like that is a thing now that people, not even black people in general, there's white people that I've talked to that like they're like saying, you know, cops are something you should, you should kind of be, you should be scared of if you're black. Like white people were telling me that too. It's just like, but. We still see these these injustices. We still see these things consistently happening. Yeah, yeah. Like we still see like cops still doing cap stuff. Like if bro, if I'm if like for for example, like if I if I if I went to a school with some dude that like I guess oh that's Barry. If I went to school with some dude that like that's Barry. Like, yeah, he came back for his for his headphones or something. Oh god. If oh, I yeah. went to school with someone that like I know like shot a school up or or shot something up, mm. like in 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 in. Um, and I guess like it's all the news and I go to that school people know I go to the school and he's black and I'm black there's a certain way I'm gonna come to the school the next day just trying to break that covering that he kind of did yeah because yeah. there's a lot of times like like for example we look at George Zimmerman like oh my god like he got away because he's white mm-hmm. just because like it's kind of how you it's like it's how it's viewed it's the first thing you see that's why I mean Al Space Value is dope because it's like well, the way you look at things first is like your first impression, which is like the first piece of information you can get from it. So I just feel like um, when I come into a situation, you know, I understand, you know, black people are seeing this certain way because of that instance or because yeah, yeah, of that yeah. thing. It's just like, I'm going to react differently. I'm going to genuinely do something else to try to cross that cross that barrier, break that off. Because it's just like, but it's, it's interesting because like cops are, they're not doing, they're not stopping doing that. For example, our situation, he came up to me and was like, yo, you're gonna you're gonna do 30 years in jail. You're gonna do 30, you're gonna be sitting in this cell for 30 days. Yeah, it was super aggressive. And I'm like, yeah, it's definitely super aggressive. It's crazy how like people think you're aggressive and you're still being aggressive. 
Like yeah. that's that's crazy. And to I me. think that's because, but that's because of how you experienced things before. There, a big reason that people that people now are not black are scared of black people is because of what the media portrays. The media portrays black people of every everybody's in a gang. They either hoop, they in a gang, they rap about stupid stuff. Or like if that's how they seem, then if you've never really had a discussion with one, then that's where you're like, that's what's them. You even if you're trying to think it's not subconsciously, that's what you're thinking. So it's kinda like and that's remember in that situation he told us, that's why I was like, that's why I had made sure I talked to him. So I was like, yo. He had said, like, this is not the first time it's happened. Every time a young, young, he didn't even say black, he just said young people, people our age, show up to that neighborhood, they're doing something illegal. So I'm coming and I'm like, bruh, I'm tired of this. And it's at my house. I'm like, bruh, this is ridiculous. Y'all got to bounce. So I get, like I was saying, like, there were things that happened prior to that. There are things that happened prior to it that make it so you think that way. But... Here's what, here's what you think about this though. Um, this is why when I meet people, this is this is actually like facts. When I meet people, everybody at this table is Christian, obviously. When I meet people, I don't tell them I'm a Christian. I don't do that either. I don't even tell them my who my dad is. I hate that. Oh, definitely not who your dad is. Yeah. But no, I'm don't I don't tell people I'm Christian. I don't. I let them meet me and then if they if they ask, I'll tell them. But if they don't ask me, I don't talk about it. And then when they meet me, I, I, I hope to be a type of, I'm typically a people person. Most people typically like pretty much like me. So I like to be a likable people person. And then they say, hey, like, what are you doing on Sunday? Like, oh, I go, I go to church. And they're like, oh, you're a Christian? I'm like, yeah, I'm a Christian. And now I have to, I hope that now that I've said it after they've met me, that they can think, oh, man, like, Christians, Christians can be cool. They can be social. They can do it. They can have a good time. Like they're not like, because the thing about Christians is that they're either stuck up or they fake. Or they're, yeah, they're judgmental. Or they're, they're just they just all they do is sit in a closet and pray all day. Just ah, like no, like we have a good. Or they're hypocritical. They say one thing and do another. That's the main one. That's the main one. They're like yo, and I have never said to a student, but it's. It's almost true though. You come in, you go into a church atmosphere, it comes out of the same thing they about you. It's, it's and, that's thing, and that's what I don't want. I don't want that stigma around us anymore. In general, I, I, I don't. If I, I that's the like face value people put on Christians. And dude, when, I'm, when, when I mentor the high school students and the middle school students, I mentor, I don't tell them. I don't tell them that I didn't have sex before marriage. That's stupid. That's a lie. That's, that's a straight out lie. Period. Point blank. Facts. What I do tell them is that it is smart. It is the smartest option to do is to wait until you're married because of this, this, and this. I didn't make these choices, and this is what happened to me. All right. Facts. When you when you say Christians, though, that's and I'm kind of relating it to race. What what you feel about like the relationship between like black Christians? And white Christians, because what I notice a lot of times, black Christians are typically um, like Baptist denomination. Um, they tend to be more like democratic. But a lot of times on the other side, with white Christians, you know, like the like evangelical, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, Trump, Trump supporters, uh, the whole, you know, this whole abortion bill they just passed in Alabama. The conservative. 
And it I, seems like, you know, and we say, you know, we're the same religion per se, but a lot of times, you know, we get, I don't know, I feel like there's like a subconscious divide between there's definitely there's definitely is there's definitely a divide and i think that it's like i've I've luckily had the privilege of working at a black church and a white church and thankfully they've both been great churches and in the sense that they are yes they are very different there are certain things that they just don't black people have more rules and regulations a good like even a good black church will have more rules and regulations opposed to a good white church a good white church they're more just like man let's just love jesus that's all we need to worry about right now it's like that is the main focus of i've noticed that dynamic as well um the church that i go to in the city like they're just like man we just trying to get people to love jesus everything else will start to eventually fix itself but we just want them to love jesus god like the trinity that some of them there are i know a lot of churches who are they're very like specific on Jesus over God or God over Jesus, Holy Spirit over Jesus, Holy Spirit over God. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing, that weird thing, especially yeah. in like, especially in different yeah, cultures. True. It was like what? Like I but, really pick Jesus over God. Like, yeah, it was like yeah, I know so many people who are like, yeah, I love Jesus, but I'm not a fan of God. And I'm like, ah, that's not possible. But that's not even that's. <laughs> but anyway, back to the thing. So it's like their their fo- their main focus is to get people saved. After that, they're more just focused on loving them to death. Everything else is just gonna follow. They they, 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 they kind of just pray that everything else will follow. Are you trying Where black churches are very much kind of like, got saved, boom, let's get right to these rules, and now you're stuck in these rules. Which one, which one would you like to like? Okay, is anyone is anybody here that's like wouldn't um, consider themselves an actual Christian or consider themselves an actual like, churchgoer? Because I mean, I I can't even answer this question myself because I just. I grew up in church. I, that's all I know. I grew up in church. Yeah, that's really. My cool. dad's a freaking pastor, so that's all I know. Like, I just wouldn't know what's what you want to experience more. Would you want to experience being in atmosphere like you just feel like you're being loved and you're like you're in this process where you kind of being able to grow into this person, or you would you like to be? Oh yeah, okay. I I yeah, I accepted God as my Lord and Savior, and now I have to be. Able I need to, to start fixing. I have to be able to abide these rules. I have to be able to to, to hold myself to the standard now, like automatically. Which one would you want to experience? I feel like it definitely has to be a healthy balance because too much of one or the other is, is not a good It's not healthy, thing. yeah. Too much of anything is bad, yeah. Yeah, because like if all you learn about is rules, you're not doing a whole lot of focusing on like the actual content. It's, it's, it's almost like school. Like There's learning things to get a grade and then there's an application of knowledge. You can learn something all you want just to take the test and then forget it forever. Yeah, but the kids that end up succeeding in the real world are the kids that maybe didn't always get the best grades, but they always retain the material. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about retaining material. Everything is about retaining. It's not about oh, I can do this, 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 and this, and I can take this test. I can get five, put in my binder, and never look at it again. And then when you ask me about it three weeks down the road, I'm not going to remember anything about it. When you ask me about it in my college class and ask me how it pertains to something else, which is my major, I'm not going to know anything about it. The difference between just like following the Ten Commandments and actually loving God is just that, you know, because by loving God, you end up wanting to follow the mm-hmm. everything. If you love someone, yeah. you want to do what they say, you know, like if you like a girl 
and she's like, hey, do this, 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 and this. If you really like that girl, you know, you know, you don't want to have you gonna meet that standard. You're gonna meet the standard. You're not gonna worry about what it is. You're gonna want to make that person happy, and it's the same thing with God. I just like, you know, I just feel like if you really love God that much, then all the rules won't bother you. So I think that's that's right. I mean, that's still healthy balance, you know. But I think in terms of importance. Love it because the Bible even says you have to love God with all your heart. It's like that's the first thing he says. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say, hey, you got to follow all the Ten Commandments, never break the jokes. Because you can still do that and not get to heaven. I believe it. You know? I completely believe that you can never break a commandment. And you're going to break some, too. That's the other thing. You would break. You would right. break. You can break nine. at least you 10 can break nine yeah, out of, You can break nine out of ten and yeah. still make it to heaven. Right. Because, like, you can break ten out of ten. You can break. Not because that one where it says love God with all your heart. Exactly. That's you got to be a Christian to get to heaven. To that's the first you gotta, one. That's, so. You got to follow that commandment. You yeah. got to love God, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you so. can't love God because we can give. You got to love God because. So to me, I you think. You can't the, just love God because it says it in the rules. <laughs> right. I think about it. I think about it. Honestly, think about it biblically, right? What they ask them, what are the most important commandments? What is the most important commandments? They say, love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Some or. On your heart, yeah, yeah. heart, so like, so mind, so and mind. then love your neighbor as you is love that, yourself. Is that the same thing as put Jesus God first? Yeah, basically. Okay, so it's kind of. I remember God so it's like, like, how do you pick your, pick your mom's hair? Yeah. Yeah. So to say, yeah. like, so in the beginning, the one <laughs> thing I'm gonna like, if I if I if, <laughs> at least I had one third down, so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna evangelize somebody, if I'm gonna evangelize somebody and they they get saved and they say, well, like, what now? I'll say, well, here's the thing. You need to Come learn how to love. Please, Baron. You, you need to love. You need to learn how to love people. That'll be like, what do I do now? Like, what do I want to do? I'll be like, you need to learn how to love people. Period. That doesn't mean you need to talk to everybody. That doesn't mean you need to be the most friendliest guy ever. It just means you know you need to learn how to love. You need to have a genuine love for people. Because if you if you have a genuine love for people, I think that's when everything else starts to follow. Because we're, we want we want to get. And this is and this is the thing that bothers me so much, is that here's here's a thought that I had one day. Here's a thought that I had one day. We have free will, obviously, and obviously, you know, in the Bible it does say that being homosexual is a sin, and we get so wrapped up in that that we think people who are homosexual or bisexual or or anything in that uh, uh, spectrum are not Christians. I'm like, that's not. Not that's not true. It's a sin like any other sin. Exactly. Every sin is considered the same. So if I hate a gay person, I am at the same level as you think a gay person is. That doesn't make any sense. That's one of the main reasons when we talk about hypocrisy in Christianity. With Thank people you. People on the outside looking in. Yeah. You're like you say you love people, like that, but, but you bash you bash somebody. Who's, oh, I thought about this. I thought about this. Right? What if God? What if God let? Let's say, let's say let. Just I can't think of a better word. Like a lesson. Like brung gay people, let gay people live, whatever. Let's say let. What if God let gay people on this earth to challenge us? To challenge us to see if we could actually do this. The most important one, love people. Exactly. What if the challenge is not, oh, can, can you... Can you save a gay person? No, the challenge is: Can you love somebody who doesn't think the same so as you? What? Yeah, right. What if that's why all this is happening? Because can you love somebody who doesn't think the same as you? There's the big thing on the media. Even with, even we think about other minorities on the media. If you're Muslim, a lot of people are like, 
Muslim terrorist. Even right now, you like you can't you can almost not help to think about it. Like it's you don't even want to, but you're kind of like in the back of your mind. That's what you've been presented the entire time. Muslim terrorist. If your head is wrapped, if your head is wrapped up in something, God damn. Exactly. Like can you could you could you love a Muslim person? Yeah, of course. What if that is a challenge? What if that is like that is where the free will comes in? Test. You have free will because God is testing you to see. Can you follow me when I give you the option to do the opposite? But, but I think where I think where love we get wrapped up sometimes is like, you know, we have a duty to love all people, but at the same time, you know, to also minister to people. Like yeah. if we know people aren't Christians, if you know people are living in sin, we have a responsibility as Christians to minister to them, to, you know, show them. I don't even like to say living in sin because I'm living in sin. Yeah, I'm sin every day. But, but you, but you know, like if somebody, I shouldn't say not living in. Sin. Let me say not saved. Yeah. So okay, if okay. you're atheist or some other religion, not Christian, we have a duty to love people, but we also have a duty to to minister to them. And you have so to that they do better. Kind of, you have to kind of combine the two in a way where, like Solomon said, you got to balance the both. So. Um and and that and that really I think starts more with uh actions and words in a lot of ways. Oh god, yeah. The key is definitely balance. I can't the key is balance. You, balance makes you for the God sign life. You, you can't yeah, necessarily yeah. as much as you want to get them saved and love them, you can't necessarily oh, keep oh. living it is it will be disrespectful to let them do the if they were doing stupid stuff, it'd be disrespectful to continue to do the dumb stuff that they do. If you love, just them, for the sake of loving them, the ultimate, the ultimate love was is the ultimate love to have for somebody else is if you know that they're not saved, is to try to minister to them so that they can get saved. The, that's the ultimate love trying to. Well, I feel like what a Christians ought to do is do their best to live by examples. Yeah, more than their words, because words annoy people these days. Because yeah. words, because people don't have enough patience to hear somebody out these days. Our people, people our age. That's facts. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna listen to you fuss for twenty minutes. Yeah, that's how we think. You're just like okay. So the best thing to do is just to live by example. Be slow to speak. Don't say nothing, and just be yourself. Then be saved, but be yourself. And I think be around other. You have to, because people don't want to hear people on Instagram saying whatever they want, and they'll come up with whatever bullcrap to like refute whatever 